You want to know that engagements on the internet are actually going to stupid levels? Well, I don't know if this was for the sake of couple goals or if someone was doing this for the cloud, but a man proposed to his woman with not one, not two, not three, not even four, but five engagement rings. Five of them. Just think about that for a second. Like you could have pulled other stunts to get this babe to say yes, but you decided to get yourself five rings. Like... Could it won't suffice? Get ready for the battle with the sexes. And this isn't even like a matter of going over the top. This is just plain stupidity, at least from my point of view. Why would you need five rings? Because, yes, I get it. You know, probably she has good warp, so that deserves one ring. Maybe she's got good fingers that she sticks up your ass. Maybe she deserves another for that. Maybe she has the tits. So you add one there. She has booty. You have another one. And then probably she has a smart mind. But even with that being put down as a thing, like you could still state that this is still one woman. So one ring would work. Because I don't see why it is you would want to go and get five rings to marry somebody. That's a huge waste of money. You could have used that one ring and used the other four to put down like a down payment on like a mortgage or some shit. The way Americans like to do it. Because this was something that an American did. And the worst part about this is I'm actually suspecting that it was because she used to belong to the streets. Because when you think about it, it could be a representation of the five boroughs of New York. So in a sense, this guy probably doesn't want her to be with any other nigger from New York. The only problem is... If that does exceed the range of New York, then she'd probably need more rings. Just saying. And even though you kind of tried to put it on like the whole body parts thing, like no matter how amazing one body part is, no matter how big and good her heart is, no matter how good the WAP is, no matter how brilliant she is, one ring would have still worked. If she loved you enough to say yes to one ring, what the fuck made you think that taking five of them will make her say yes even more? Like... I'd rather take the four, if I was the babe at least, I'd rather say yes, take the four, go sell them shits, put that money in my account, and say that I'm gonna be wearing a different ring every single day. While that's happening, I go and make sure that there's like glass forgeries of that shit, just so that I can make it look like I still have all five of those rings, while on the other hand, I'm actually putting that money to good use. Now the use can end up being for the family or it can be for me, but either way, at least I'm doing stuff in a much better manner than it's supposed to be. Because not unless if you're proposing to me and all four of the other side chicks, I don't see why the hell it is that you as a man would actually go and get five rings. Unless maybe each and every one of them is for like a year of the engagement contract where it's like, we're going to be engaged for five years and get married at the end of it. Which still doesn't make sense, but at least I tried finding a way to explain it. But anyways, I will choose to leave this financial stupidity aside because at least I have a little bit more senselessness that's coming up ahead on this podcast that I am supposed to have started. So, in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who likes it but doesn't put a ring on it. He is a man who still thinks that running your mouth is actually a form of cardio. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to talk about guy stuff, make fun of girl stuff, somebody loses their minds about it. But suddenly, at some point, we do manage to make a little bit of sense. Now, unfortunately, I need to start by saying that this is the final episode of the season. 
it's been a great season i have had some very very interesting feedback i've reached out to quite a number of people and i love the fact that people now are becoming more and more warm towards the idea of giving their thoughts and comments about shit because at least if people are having a different thought different opinion and giving feedback that is different from each other at least it allows room for a discussion and when there's discussion at least people can think a little bit more critically unless you're one of those people who doesn't like to disagree with someone on twitter then you decide to block them but that being said thank you so much for the comments thank you so much for the feedback thank you so much for the love and well even though we will be going on break i will still be giving you guys fan of a fan which should keep you guys occupied with the new and interesting collabs that i intend on doing there but anyways i should probably get into the main meat of the topic but before we get there i do need to go back to the whole couple goals thing now for those of y'all that have listened to this podcast for quite a while for those of y'all that have known me for quite a while you know very well that i hate couple goals i absolutely loathe relationship goals mostly because one they set an unrealistic standard and they apply unnecessary pressure to certain people that expect certain things because their partner expects to you know be on the couple goal side of things especially when they're on the receiving end not necessarily giving most people want to be on the receiving end and secondly most of the shit that they do is very senseless and mostly kind of just put there for the clout. So by those reasons, I usually tend to kind of look at it in a very negative manner. But it seems like the stupidity is clearly going to the next level because I just saw this video on IG where some lady was uh, apparently at the petrol station and she wanted to go and fill up her tank. But her man's decided to come through with his whip and you know fill up her tank for her because apparently he knows that she got robbed at gunpoint when she was at a petrol station and him pulling up with his mercedes amg gtr and you know filling the tank up for her is supposed to make her feel safe and you know people are busy calling this couple goals and relationship goals and as i'm watching this as i'm kind of looking through some of the comments the only thought that's just running through my mind is how dumb can you be to actually think that this is good like how counterproductive is this entire thing supposed to be because besides showing off the car i don't think there's anything productive there that the guy's done because even though an armed thug was to come through to the petrol station and rob them at gunpoint it's not like he'll see the car and see the guy and be like you know what nah i'll come at another day of course not this guy is gonna rob the both of them so now you not only have one of you that's lost money and possessions now there's gonna be two of you so how exactly is that supposed to be making you feel safe like that's some of the dumbest bullshit i've ever seen like if it was an armed robber that came in with say i don't know maybe a knife then that would work if the guy came in and he was unarmed then probably that would work but still either way it's a very dumb thing to do the safer option is to make it such that she doesn't have to go to the petrol station because this is something that's very very simple and i'm barely even using my iq to actually think this through how about this guy when shorty is back from work you know she's driven she's parked the car he says you know what, let me take your car for a bit of a drive takes it goes fills up the tank brings it back because the guy was already going to pay for the fuel according to the reels video that i was looking at so why not just go do that so that the following morning when she's leaving and she's thinking about adding fuel she doesn't have to go to the petrol station because it's already been added for her why not do that huh is that so hard to do do you think i actually had to think this through for a while before i came to such a conclusion like 
it's not even something that's that hard to do and people are gonna continue pulling such stupid shit in the name of relationship goals and yet they're not realizing that sometimes they're actually dooming themselves and putting themselves in worse off conditions like instead of actually putting your wife your girlfriend your shorty your woman in a safer position you're putting yourself in a more dangerous position so that i don't know you can seem like alejandro and be the superman to to her what her, her damsel in distress or some shit like i get it men are supposed to be the strong ones men are supposed to be protectors but one of the best ways of actually dealing with conflict is avoiding it altogether. So instead of putting yourself in a position where you might get harmed along with her, how about you just make sure she's not in the way so that if something happens, at least one of you is safe. Like, isn't that the smarter thing to do? Isn't that the more long-term solution to have there? But I don't know. Anyways, I figured because it's couple goals, it'll probably look good on the internet even though it looks like absolute garbage in real life and people will continue gushing over such shit because well, he made her feel safe. But anyways, that being said, considering that this guy has a very good looking car, I wouldn't mind dating him instead because clearly this woman is being a bit of a wuss, I'd have just taken the AMG GTR because it probably has fuel because this guy was clearly going to go fill up your tank and then bounce. So why the hell should I not just take his and go then he can fill up my tank and go back home? Huh? That's a slightly smarter option, right? And when you think about it, it does actually save on the number of trips that a car has to make to the petrol station and back. So that being said, I want to know your thoughts. Do you think that this person was daft? Do you think that I'm incredibly brilliant for coming up with these options? Or do you think we both need help in a psychiatric facility? You tell us. But anyways, we should move it on to our topic of today. But before we do that, though. Do you have controversial opinions? Do you like to engage in political commentary? Are you interested in current affairs? If so, this is Bungay's the podcast for you. You can catch myself, Sandrine, Jagame, and Nalo every week under Kenya Public Radio. Alright, so moving it on. So last week I happened to get a post which I was asked to discuss by one of our fans, Lona. Mad shout out to you, Lona. Where somebody brought this whole idea of normalizing friendship dates. And it was this whole thing about this guy and this babe. Very attractive people. Or at least I know the babe is attractive. People say the guy is attractive. I wouldn't know because I'm a guy. Uh, happened to go on this friendship date. They took a bunch of photos together. They looked really good. People were wondering if these guys had gone out on a date or if this babe is married or some shit. And this guy had to come out to clarify that they were friends. Now, I got two debating questions to kind of look at here. And the first one is, can friendship dates between two people of the opposite sex actually be a thing? And two, can two straight people of the opposite sex actually be really close friends? And let me start by handling that first one about the friendship dates. I honestly feel as though that is absolute bullshit. I do not think that friendship and dates should be in the same statement together. I do not see a possibility where that is a thing. And I think that that is absolute BS. Not unless if you're talking about two straight people of the same exact gender. Because think about it like this. You're a real ass nigga. You're chilling at home. You decide, you know what, I'm gonna dress up, I'm gonna wear a suit, I'm gonna make sure I look all nice and fine and shit, and I'm gonna go out, 
not to highlight a babe that I like, not to highlight a babe that I'm gonna smash, but to go and chill out with a babe who is just my quote unquote friend. Just a platonic friendship that we are going to celebrate. As in, what the fuck? Like, what the hell happened to simply hanging out? What happened to going and meeting with each other when you guys have sweatpants and slippers and shit? Or if that shit seems a little too ghetto for some of you, then what happened to just dressing smart casual and actually meeting up and, you know, just doing regular shit? Like, how bougie do you have to be to go for a quote-unquote friendship date? Like, it feels like a waste of good clothing, good perfume, good lotion, you know, a perfectly good look just to go and see someone that will give you neither finances, advice, or orgasms. Like, why would I waste my looks on that? Granted, much as I might not really see the value in it or I might not see the use for it right now, I'm not saying that it shouldn't happen, I'm just saying that it shouldn't be normalized. Because I feel as though it's a bit of a waste of resources for something that's very simple. Like if you guys are really good friends, you should be at the level where you guys don't have to dress up all that much as if you're actually trying to get something that they're not already giving you. I hope I'm making sense over here. Like, if you simply just want to dress up and look good, then I'm sure you and your friend can do the Don't Rush Challenge together. Like, at least that one other people will enjoy it besides you just dressing up to say that you're going to meet with a friend. Like, imagine being at the restaurant and you're sitting and the waiter is like, Oh, hi. So, waiting for someone special. Then you sit back and you're like, No, I'm just meeting a friend. Like, this is the equivalent of bringing a bazooka to a pencil fight. Like, it's a little too much though. But anyways, that aside, that aside. Now, because guys actually did come out and, you know, kind of throw a lot of shade on this whole entire thing, this guy actually did come out to say something. And he went on to Twitter to talk about it. And he said, let me clarify. No, she's not married. And fellas, while y'all thinking you're landing these jokes, you're showing women on your timeline that you don't know how to act around an attractive woman. You carry yourself different when you know you got it and sex isn't always the answer. And well, on what this guy is saying, I really can't state that, you know, it shows that we don't know how to act around an attractive woman. The only thing we're saying is, if you're not hitting it, then what the fuck are you putting all that effort into it for? Like, we wouldn't have cared if this babe is the finest babe on the planet or the ugliest. It's just that the fact that you went ahead, you dressed up, you splashed the cologne, you made sure you pulled all the stops. Like the fact that you did all of that and you're going to just meet up with a friend for some friendly shit. But considering that they're your resources and this is your friendship and I guess all friendships have their own kind of individual relationship. I will kind of just let that one slide because there was the other question that I sort of had to look into. Whereby, can two attractive people of the opposite sex be friends? Of which I will state that yes, they can be. Contrary to popular belief, not every good-looking pair that's there has to be dating or screwing or doing some shit. Like, y'all can be friends and, you know, be platonic and chill and shit and maybe go and sit down and discuss pretty privilege and how much of a problem it is for you and all of that. Like, you can do that. I bet you can do that as friends. But my issue does come in when people start to look at the closeness because how close the both of you are can and should be based off of one very fundamental rule which is how attracted to each other are the both of you. 
because you kind of think about it if one of you is attracted to the other then it's not really a platonic friendship there's clearly somebody there that's in the friend zone and sometimes it's the guy sometimes it's the babe it could be either but if the both of you are attracted to each other then it'll clearly move from being close friends or being best friends and then a relationship can spark from it but considering that that's not the end goal that we're trying to look at here i digress so let me go back to the main point now if you pay attention to some of the friendships that have been between two people of the opposite sex and you can see them being the best of best friends you will realize something very important between the two of that important thing is they are not attracted to one another like both of them are super homies both of them are super close but considering that both of them do not see each other in a sexual way do not see each other in an intimate way or in a potentially intimate way then it makes it such that you can see each other as nothing but friends because you're not trying to get that and the minute somebody develops feelings that kind of bond will either turn into a simp zone or you know it'll it'll kind of be a bit rocky for one side or the other which could actually end up ending the friendship now to reiterate this story a little bit better how about i give you guys a personal story of my own so not too long ago i happened to be really really close to this one babe and us guys used to talk like a lot we were in constant communication we'd always talk about shit and were very close we'd meet up we'd chill quite a bit here and there but it got to some point where this babe would even send me like pictures of herself in like a bikini and like a swimsuit and shit and she'd ask me my opinion on it now the worst thing about this timing was i was busy consuming my dry spells in bulk so of course when i get such pictures and i do find the babe fairly attractive like i was looking at it some type of way and i was like damn i'd want to hit this and of course i did express that of course at some point it did kind of feel as though this babe was actually sending this shit to me almost as like some way of leading me on and when i took it up she was very quick to tell me you know what i'm not leading you on i hope it doesn't look that way i just wanted you to enjoy you know the kind of artwork that i'm doing i kind of took a step back like i kind of had to pull back because i had noticed that i had started getting attracted to this babe and the thing with that is considering that yes we were friends and yes i had started seeing her that way i couldn't exactly go back because if i was to try and look at her as a friend then that would mean that i'm getting into the friend zone because i'd always be seeing and i'd always feel the desire to be with this babe to do shit with this babe whether it's just hitting it whether it's dating and that would affect my ability to be a good platonic friend to this babe and in a sense that's exactly what niggas in the friend zone usually go through and i'm not about to get into the friend zone simply because you know somebody wants to be a best friend and shit i ain't ready for that shit so i decided to step aside because i knew very well for us guys we don't send pictures of that sort to each other we barely even send pictures to each other as guys call it toxic masculinity or, or whatever it is that you feel like but i know that cuz babes send this to each other and they know that because you know them as best friends are not going to do shit they can admire the kind of artwork they can admire the pictures and you know appreciate each other in a platonic non-sexual way but for me as a guy to start receiving that that would be crossing a line that would sort of give me the idea that you know what i definitely want to hit this which doesn't make it a genuine friendship so 
That being said, I do not think that people who are attracted to each other can be close friends or best friends. I honestly feel as though if you are attracted to each other, either try hitting it or keep that friendship basic because clearly, the minute you cross that boundary and get into the best friendship area, the minute you guys get intimate, the moment at which you guys try anything intimate of sorts and you disagree on what the way forward should be, whether it's gonna be a friends with benefits, whether it's gonna be dating, whether it's just gonna be a simple fucking da, whether it's gonna be one time, the minute the both of you actually disagree on what the way forward is, that best friendship is going to die a death that will most probably not be that good. And trust me, the worst part about it is one person is gonna have an account that's gonna make the other person look really bad and yet the both of you probably shouldn't have crossed that line in the first place. But anyways, I want to know your thoughts on this. Do you feel as though best friends can actually be really close and be attracted to each other? Do you think that what I'm saying is absolute BS? The DMs are open on IG, it is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs at BagakaTheD. Thank you so much for listening all the way through this episode and all the way through this season. And if you are listening on CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.